Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the seventh day of November. I'm Paul White, and I want to thank you for being with me today on our journey into and through the Apostles' Creed. We are at the line, the Holy Catholic Church, and I want to push one more day dealing with the phrase Catholic because I want to make sure we, we talked yesterday about the Holy Spirit and how the church is under the umbrella of the Holy Spirit. I want to deal with the Holy Church today because I'm really just trying to deal with it in order. Because we believe in the Holy Spirit, we also believe in the Holy Catholic Church, then that means we believe in the Holy Spirit. Um, Underneath that umbrella is holy. Then we'll talk about Catholic. So let's talk holy. What does it mean for us to be a part of the Holy Church? Well, of course, holy has different definitions, multiple definitions, depending on from what angle we're coming at it. As we said the last couple of days, holy is the same word for sanctify in the Greek. And so when we talk about holy, we're talking about something that is set aside or set apart. But we're also talking about that which is like God because it is sacred. And so in one respect, to be holy is to be sacred in the way God is sacred. Uh, But also to be holy is to be pure, um, not to be spotted. That leads me to our text for the day. Let's open here. In Ephesians chapter 5, Paul, talking about Christ and his position as head of the church, uses the natural illustration of husbands and wives and talks about them being subject one to another and subject to Christ. In his instruction to husbands, he says this in Ephesians 5, verses 25 to 27. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her in order to make her holy by cleansing her with the washing of water by the word. Let me stop there before I go to 27 and make sure that we realize that Christ as husband over his church gave himself for his church. That's the sacrifice of the cross and did it so that she would be holy, which means that because of what Christ did at the cross, the church is holy, and he cleanses her with the washing of water by the word. So Christ speaks over his church, and everything he says over his church re-cleanses his church. So you could say that we are under the constant waterfall of the words of Christ. What Christ says about us is the constant identity of who we are. Listen to 27 so as to present the church to himself in splendor without a spot or wrinkle or anything of the kind, yes, so that she may be holy and without blemish. And I want to make sure you realize that this is often quoted as if it is an end-of-the-world event. We are quite fond of saying things like, Jesus is going to come back someday and he's going to take to himself a church I used to preach this right here, by the way. I used to say, Jesus is coming back someday for a church without spot or wrinkle, so you better make sure you got no spots and you better make sure you got no wrinkles because the church he's coming back for is going to be spotless and pure. What are you? And of course, that's just a condemning statement. It's also not biblical. Christ doesn't come back to receive a church that is spotless and wrinkleless. Jesus is making the church spotless and wrinkleless so that it's holy and without blemish. So it's not the church that makes itself holy. It's Christ that makes us holy, or 
to speak to that umbrella of the Spirit we talked about yesterday, it's the fact that the Holy Spirit is here is what makes us holy. Because if I were to say to you, is the church holy, if you took that to mean, if you took the question to mean, does the church have any problems, well, the answer to the question then would be no, the church is not holy because she has problems. She has uh, sin. She has blatant issues. So I say the church is holy because the church is spotless. But the church is not spotless in practice. The church is spotless in character. Who the church is in Christ is holy. How the church acts is not always holy. But that's the same for all of us. We are holy because of Christ and the presence of the Holy Spirit. We do not always practice that. But another thing that makes the holy church so important is because it connects us to the sacred. And by that, I mean we are connected to and through the sacrifice of our forebearers, the martyrdom of those who come before us, the anguish and the grief and the tribulation that they went through. We are connected to them in a sacred way so that we participate with them. And we do that through communion as well. I declare the church holy, not because what I declare matters, but because it's my own sacred tradition. I was raised in the community of the church. I was nourished within the community of the church. My greatest memories of life have to do in one way or the other with the church. I'm the first to admit that the church has problems, but I will also be the first to admit that by and large, the church is a massive success story nearly 2,000 years and still going strong. And yes, its iterations are often troublesome. And the, the expressions that we have are often less than what we, what we really are. They, they don't truly express who we really are. And sometimes we are the worst version of ourselves. But the presence of the Holy Spirit is what makes the church holy, not how the church acts that makes her holy. Now, out of that awareness that the presence of the Holy Spirit is what makes the church holy, I pray that the church live holy in a way that reflects the Holy Spirit within her. In in the way that I personally want to live in a way that reflects the greatness of the Savior that I believe lives in me. And I would conclude with this thought. You've heard me say this before, but it's appropriate here if it's ever been appropriate. Be careful how you speak of the people of the church. Be careful what you say about them. They comprise the church full of the most Holy Spirit of God. Or as I've said before, be careful how you talk about another man's wife. Be careful what you would say of the bride of Christ because he is defending his bride. He is washing her off. She has been presented to him without spot and without wrinkle. And so while we see bad iterations of her in the expressions of the people that comprise the church, the church, without a doubt, and the creed affirms it, is the holy church. Now, tomorrow we deal with that word, Catholic, and I'll talk about our experience with that and what it means within the creed. We'll see you then. God bless.